Hey guys, I guess this episode is about to be fire because the way my app just tried to play me and close before I could even start, whew, child, but it's okay, we're here. Welcome to episode number six of Get Up Sam Podcast. I am your host, Ginger, and if you've been following me, you know that last week I didn't deliver, last week I didn't put out a podcast, and I'm not even going to front. <laughs> this whole consistency thing it takes a little bit of time and but I'm not quitting on it either I'll tell you that and um to be quite honest with you guys the space that I've been in lately it's just like if I'm not working I'm like at home trying to keep my mind right and that was really what was going on last week And that being said, the way that I'm set up, I don't like to create if I'm not in a good space. Like, if my mind is not clear, if my thoughts are not positive, if I cannot hold it together, like, I don't want to go put something out there for the world that is potentially not going to be my best or coming from, like, a whole place. So that's part of the reason why I didn't put out a podcast last week. Like, I I don't know what's been going on, but, like, the last month, I would say, like, I've literally never cried so much. And if you know me, and if you've been listening, you know I got a love-hate relationship with crying. But, yeah, I've been crying a lot lately. But it's okay, because my season of sadness is over. I'm claiming that. So, here we are. <laughs> you know I guys gotta act. Oop, can't talk. Oh, my gosh. Always tripping out my words. You know, I gotta update you guys on my life a little bit, and usually I don't really have too much to say, but because it's been two weeks and not one week, I got a little bit more to say. So, I saw the Hate You Give on opening weekend, which was like, good and bad. The only bad part, to be real with you guys, was that I was in the movie theater with a bunch of high schoolers who were like, yelling across the theater and like turning their cell phone lights on, like, throwing popcorn at each other and just acting like they own the theater. But other than that, it was an amazing experience. Like, I completely and totally and definitely recommend that movie to everyone. Like, (sighs) I don't know. I feel like some people, they hear, like, oh, Black Lives Matter, and they're like, oh, that's for black people. Or, I don't know, like just certain elements of that movie that people might feel like oh why do I need to go see that but I I really think everybody and anybody should go see that movie because there was so much food for thought um oh my goodness I don't even I could literally do a whole podcast episode on that movie but I wasn't gonna do that to y'all because I want to give you guys time to go see it but a couple things that I wanted to touch on was the family dynamic, I thought they did a really good job of showing the importance of family and just instilling values in your kids and putting positive things out there for your kids to see and hopefully aspire to as well one day. Um, I didn't write this in my notes, but I just remembered it now as I'm speaking. And one line that I heard in the movie was reasons to to live give reasons to die, I think it was. Or it might have been reasons to No, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Reasons to live, give reasons to die. Yeah, I think that was it. And I just thought that was awesome because, like, I really feel like that mentality 
that like ride or die like through thick and thin like I give my life for this mentality is so special and that's the kind of mentality that uh, that people who change the world have because you cannot be wishy-washy ready to dip at the sight of adversity and expect to go nowhere great in life it really doesn't work like that um something else I heard over these past two weeks was there's a difference between being sold and being sold out and I felt like that whole idea of reasons to live reasons to get die is that sold out um mentality and I don't know some people might be like oh that's a little extreme Mm -mm. yeah but I think it's better to be extreme than be caught up in the middle and not really knowing what's what so I thought that was dope I like the whole idea of giving back to your community because it's so easy to sit and complain oh about this and that this is like that that is like that so and so I'm so tired of this so tired of that but you don't do anything about it so really you're just you might as well be part of the problem if you're not part of the solution and so to see the one of the main characters the father in the movie sticking to his community even though he was I don't want to say like part of the problem exactly but there was a point in his life where he wasn't doing right by his community and so for him to flip the switch and make a change and then go and open up his own shop and stuff like I thought that was really dope um so yeah give back to your community super important and also what I loved about the hate that you give or the hate you give (laughs) was I thought they did a pretty good job of showing the complexities of so many issues um because a lot of these issues that we see in today's society I mean some things are pretty straightforward like when it comes to justice and racism and sexism like there's some things that are black and white there's no need to argue like every life has value every life has worth like racism is wrong sexism is wrong like any type of like you violating somebody else's temple somebody else's body like that is wrong whether you're a man or or what like there are certain issues that are there's no debate you know but I think that the movie did a great job of showing two different sides to an issue or issues, or um, viewpoints, I guess you could say, because I love that even though, yes, Black Lives Matter, and yes, we do have, like, racist people out there, it wasn't like, yo, white people are the enemy, not, it def- they definitely did not put that out there, they showed that, you know, like, like, there are white people out there who Okay, maybe they'll never, ever understand what it's like to be a black person. But that doesn't mean that you just dismiss them or that they can never, that they're like useless when it comes to all this. So I thought that was dope. I thought they did a good job. of. Mm, actually, no, this is the one thing. I thought they could have done a better job of showing the complexities of being a police officer, I think. Because they show that like, yes, being a police officer is hard, but like, I think we need police officers who, and we have them in real life, but in the movie, that are willing to do what it takes to make a change, you know, like, with, who stick to their values, um, what else, oh, I like, I really liked how they showed 
the whole issue of the, the, I'm not even going to say the young kid because there's grown people doing this, but like the whole drug game, how we're so quick to just dismiss people. Oh, they were selling drugs. Oh, they're a little thug. Oh, they're a gangster. Oh, they're a hood rat. Oh, they're good for nothing. Like, look at what they're doing. Like, people are so quick to just say that, but I thought the movie showed a, 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 did a good job showing the other side to that, which is people are just trying to survive and get some money and take care of their family and themselves. Like, maybe they're not doing it the right way, but that's really what they're trying to do here, and that's really what we're all trying to do. So before you just slap a label on somebody, like, learn about them, you know? I thought that was really dope. Also, I just got back to New York today. I spent the weekend in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina with my Lady Lions prayer group. And y'all, I almost thought I wasn't going to make it for a second. <laughs> like I flew Spirit Airlines for the first time and I was a little nervous because of their reputation. But I was, you know, it's a short flight so I was, and I needed a late flight because of work. So I was like, I'll just take the chance. And, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was just crazy, like, flying out there, they delayed my flight, there was, like, noxious fumes on the plane, and then, I don't know, like, crew members had to get taken to the hospital, it was a hot mess, but we made it, and this weekend was just totally awesome for me, like, I feel refreshed and renewed and ready to, like, keep fighting, because, <sighs> life is a battle, y'all, <laughs> No, but let me tell you, like, I think for me, there's a couple things I have to say about this weekend. And one of those is just finding people that you can be your authentic self with, finding people that you don't have to be perfect around, finding people that you could say, you know, I've been through this. I've been through that. I'm going through this right now. And they're just there to support and love you. They're not there for no negativity, not to judge you, not to condemn you, because you know, like, we're all human here, and um, we need to learn how to better love each other and support each other, and that's exactly what the Lady Lions is, and I don't know if every, like, I, okay, I do know not everybody has that type of support, but if people did, I could only imagine the changes that we would see, so, whew, it was such a good weekend, we laughed, we cried, we danced, like, we walked on the beach, we saw sunsets, we worked out, we ate. People are making fun of me because of all the food pictures I put up this weekend. But truth be told, the food was I. I didn't even eat everything, so. <laughs> but I do love food, so I was happy. Um, and another thing I want to say about just being with my sisters, because that's what it really was, is like there. When I think about the relationships that I have with these women, even though I am the youngest one in the group and. You know, they're talking about their husbands and their ex-husbands and their baby daddies and their kids. And I'm sitting there like, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, because I'm not there yet and I can't relate. But despite all that, like, these are just quality people. Like, this, the relationships I have with these women are just straight quality. And, like, growing up, I didn't really have, like, a clique or, like, a lot of friends like that, but it didn't really bother me too much, and to this day, like, I don't stress off of, I'm very comfortable being alone, but when I do spend time with people, they better be bringing something to my life, or I'm bringing something to theirs, because 
Well, I won't even say that because if you're in a relationship where you're bringing something to somebody else's life, but they're not bringing something to yours, that's going to drain you. So the fact that I can have relationships with people that I'm bringing something to their life, they're bringing something to my life, just that reciprocity. Like, guys, if you don't have relationships like that, get you some. Like these women, like I said, we talk about our shark fallings. We talk about when we mess up. Like, we talk about our victories. Like, we win together. We cry together. Um, We talk about our dreams together. And it's so awesome to have a space where you can talk about your dreams and nobody's shooting them down. Like, one of my sisters, she was talking about how she wants a Range Rover. And I feel like there was another car. But, yeah, she was like, oh, I want a Range Rover. And she was saying how somebody else tried to ask her, well, why does she want that? And we were like, girl, you get you that Range Rover. And you know what? Get a Beamer for Tuesdays. And get this, you know, like, go ahead with your luxury vehicles. Like, we're here for it. And so I think it's so important to have people that will, like, cheer on your dreams. And not only cheer on your dreams and, like, put water on those seeds, but be like, yo, how can I help? How can we make this happen? Oh, that's your dreams? It's gonna happen. Like, oh my gosh, guys. Get you some friends like that. And trust me, they're out there. Because the woman that I was with, let me tell you something, like, all different ages, all different backgrounds. And literally, guys, from all over the country, um, low-key, even, like, the world, because we do have some women in other countries, but we are mostly all in the United States. But we are all over the United States. But those are my sisters, you know? Like, for real, for real. <laughs> so, if you need healthy relationships in your life, they're out there. But make sure you become who you need to become. Before you try to go and have these healthy relationships. Let me say that. Because. These type of people. Like they're not. They're not mixing with no mess. They're not messing with any mess. Or negativity. So. But I just wanted to encourage you. You know that there are people. Quality people out there. People that are not going to use you. Abuse you. um, Take you for granted. I don't know. I just wanted to encourage somebody with that. But anyways. What I really wanted to talk about today was, I don't even know how to call this, like some cute little name I don't really have, but basically it's just three things that you should have for hard times, and it's definitely based off of what I've been going through lately, for sure, but I don't know, I just pray that somebody needs to hear this, so I'm going to say it. (laughs) Three things that you should have for hard times. And the first thing is vision. And I always listen to Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Shameless plug. Like, guys, he's awesome. Like, he keeps it real. He's entertaining. But it's all, like, God-filled, you know? So God be all the glory at the end of the day. And so I really love what he's doing and what he will continue to do but one of the things that he says is vision is what you see when your eyes are closed like when you when you close your eyes when it's dark like what do you see for your life what's the house you're in what's the car you're driving what does your partner look like how do your kids look like what kind of job are you doing like all of those little details like that is the vision you know like your dreams um and 
I don't know about you guys, but I can't imagine life without dreams and goals and vision because it would be like, well, what am I here to do? Like, what, where am I going? You know, it, it, like, what's the point? And in terms of me personally for vision, I definitely want to talk to you guys more about my vision because um, at least in terms of my brand and what I'm trying to do with that, because I feel like you guys still don't really know and I want you to know. So you could be with it. <laughs> Give me that accountability and support. And also, like, just know where I'm coming from. But, um, yeah, I will say this, though. You can't tell everybody your vision because not everybody's going to see what you see and not everybody's going to appreciate it like you appreciate it or understand. You know, like, I really feel like vision is a personal thing between you and God but have discernment about who you share your vision with because I'll put it like this. If you didn't tell nobody your vision, you don't have that accountability. You don't have those people that's like, yo, remember where we're going. Remember what we're doing. Uh, excuse me, miss. Where's the podcast for this week? You know, like when you tell people your vision, it gives you that support and accountability. Whereas if you... I'm sorry, that's when you tell, if you didn't tell nobody your vision, you wouldn't have that. But if you told everybody your vision, then it get, I think it could get watered down because people are just not going to know how to appreciate. Not everybody is going to appreciate or understand what it is that you're trying to do with your life. And that is okay. Like, it's not their job to so let them be great over there and let you be great right here in this moment right now, you know. Um, in terms of vision, I think it's really important to get your vision out your head. And what I mean by that is like, put it on paper, whether it's literally with a pen, whether you type it out, whether you get a vision board, like you need to have a reminder of that thing because there's going to be times where you forget what the heck is the point here. Like life sucks right now. Like I can't see myself chilling on the beach right now. I can't see my, like my heart just got broken. Not actually but I'm just saying like how am I supposed to think about my dream man when homeboy over here done messed up like how am I supposed to think about opening my own store or something one day when like I'm struggling where I'm at you know it's so easy to fall into those traps and you know what else it's easy to do if you don't have your vision written it's easy to compromise and be like oh close enough but honey, like you only get one life to live, so close enough, just not gonna cut it. It needs to be it. And you can I really do believe that you can get exactly what you want. So for me personally, in terms of my vision, I have several things that I use to help me out. And I have them in my bedroom, like right where I can see them every morning, as well as on my phone. So when I'm on the go, they're with me. So this year I created a vision board. Shout out to Regina Watson. Um, she does her thing with the vision boards, but she does so much more than that. And I believe she just changed the name of her brand. So I don't want to give you guys the wrong information. But that woman is going places and I'm grateful for her. But um, she had us do vision boards at her house, guys. And it wasn't no like, okay, guys, everybody come over and let's get like paper and scissors and glitter. I'm saying glitter because, you know, I like sparkly stuff, but I know some of the men was like, what are you doing? Like, stop putting all those jewels on your vision board. Whatever, you know, like, I love glitter. Like, <laughs> if it sparkles, it's for me. But, no, I, I know, like, vision boards, it could get watered down to that. But I think vision boards have a lot of power. And 
the way that she did it was awesome because it was like a vision board coupled with meditation and so we just sat there and like we're just alone with our thoughts in that moment with our eyes closed and asking ourselves questions to really and like look into ourselves for the true vision you know not just oh that's cute I'm gonna put that on my vision board oh that would be nice yeah I'm gonna put that on there too like no like what do you really want we thought about those things before we even got to making the vision boards so I have my vision board and my vision board actually is not a lot of pictures it's more a lot of words because that's how I work best um I don't know that's just that's how I am I love my quotes I love the power of words so I don't got a lot of pictures on there but I definitely got a lot of words and so I have that and I look at it and it helps and I do recommend doing that and also I just I think it's kind of fun (laughs) and then on top of my vision board actually I should probably go in order with this so first things first before I could even create a vision board I created my I don't know if I should say first things first but this is just the order of how I did things. But first I had my my why statement, which is like linked to my purpose for this season because purpose changes through different seasons of life. But for right now and for I don't know how long, um, I wrote out what I felt was my purpose, like why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because if you don't have a why, then you don't have the full motivation, I think. And so it's important to know why you're doing what you're doing otherwise what do you what like why are you doing it you know so I have my why written out just to remind me like why I'm busting my butt for why I'm trying to be my best self for why like it even matters that I go to the gym or why it even matters that I do right with my money why does that any of that matter like I have that all written out so definitely think about your why I'm I know like a lot of people, it's usually like their family and their kids or experiences that they went through um, in life. So all that, put that on paper. And then, I don't know, I went through a season or like, not a season, but a time where affirmations were being brought up to me and just the power of saying I am such and such, just the power that that carries and how it's almost like speaking life into yourself. Um, I do support affirmations. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, yes, I say my affirmations every morning, every morning, because I don't, but when I need them, they're there. And so I created a whole list of affirmations based on things that I had heard or or felt. Um, Let me read them for you guys, actually. My affirmations are... I am worthy, I am free, I am loved, I am forgiven, I am beautiful, I am patient, I am empowered, I am disciplined, I am victorious, I am wealth, I am fruitful, I am success, I am phenomenal, I am limitless, I am royal, I am a gift, I am enough, I am necessary, I am his daughter. And for me, it's like, if I really truly believe those things, there's nothing I can't do. Um, so I definitely advocate for creating a list of affirmations based on what you feel that you are or that you want to be because that's the other thing with affirmations maybe you're not that thing yet but you will be keep telling yourself and you will be in due time so that's that and then like I said I created my vision board more words than pictures but I still look at it and it's dope and then 
once I started doing all of that, I got real clear with my vision, like, every area of my life, um, what do I want my one-day marriage to look like, what do I want my kids to experience, what do I want my bank account to look at, to look like, um, like, what am I trying to do with my life, like, what do I want to be, all of that, so that's the vision for me, and I wrote it down, like, it's literally paragraphs, and, because I really believe with the vision, you got to get specific, like, I don't know, you, it's, like, if you're general, I mean, it's better than nothing, but, nah, like, get specific, get down to the nitty-gritty, get down to the deal, details, and watch it come through, because, you know, if your vision is general, then it's not phenomenal, because, if it's general, then anybody could have it. And, you know, if anybody could have it, I don't want it. At least that's how it is for me. I don't know about you guys. So get specific with that vision. Down to the dollars. Down to the cents. Down to, like, I want this in a man or a woman. I want, like, my car to look like this. I want my kids to go to school here or, well, I'm not talking about college. Leave that to your kids. But, like, you know, do you want your kids to be homeschooled? Do you want your kids to be in private school? Do you want your kids to be in public school? I think, like, those choices are what it's really all about. Like, having those options and choices and stuff. Um, and if not, then get specific. Because you deserve that. Like, I think that's one thing I realized this weekend was just, like, why the heck not, like... Why can't I give myself the finest things in life? Why why can't I love on myself? Like, I only got one life to live. And, you know, if it's up to me, I'm going to give myself the finest things. I'm going to have the best experiences. And nobody can tell me nothing as far as that goes. Like, because I deserve that. And I really feel like everybody should have that mentality. Like, why not? Like, who told you? Who told you you can't do that? Who told you you can't have that? Okay, but look at their life. Like, don't even look at their life. It's not even about their life. Look at your own life. Stay in your own lane. Like, stop worrying about what other people are doing. Do what you want. Whew. So, yeah. The point of all that is to get specific with your vision. And if you want it, say it. Don't be embarrassed. Don't hold back. Like, this is really about you at the end of the day. Be a little selfish. So, one thing to get you through hard times is that vision because when you're going through a storm, when you're in that cloudy space, when you can't think straight, when your feelings is all over the place, when you're getting those rejections, when you're going through it, it's hard to remember that vision exactly. But when you have it and you can refer back to it, it, it brings you back to, I guess, reality. I don't know if that's the exact time I want to say, but it brings you back to a space where it's like, all right, I could press on for this. Like, let's keep going now. So definitely get you a vision if you don't already have one. And if you have one, put that thing on paper or your phone or your computer or, you know what, put it everywhere. Put it in your bathroom, put it in your bedroom, put it in your car until it manifests. Like, for real. Um, The second thing I want you guys to know that you should have during a hard time is a support system. Like, people that are going to let you be your authentic self in that moment, no matter how dramatic it is, no matter if you can't even talk words and you just want to cry and yell, um, if you want to just 
get stuff off your chest. Like, that circle is so important. And as far as my circle goes, not only do I, am I blessed to have those people, but what I really like about the people that I have in my life right now is that they remind me of the bigger picture, you know? They remind me that, you know, this is temporary and in a couple months or even this time next year, like, we're going to be looking back on this because you're not going to be in that in this space anymore. Like, you're going to do great things. You're going to change the world. Like, I definitely am so appreciative of those people that have called me out the blue. And even if I'm not my quote-unquote self, they're still there for me to just listen and support and remind me. But you know what else I really admire about my circle is that they don't try to, like, do everything themselves or pretend to know all the answers they everybody in my circle will point me back to God and I know to you you might be like okay so what's the point of that but I think that's so significant because even though I'm not gonna lie to you sometimes you're like well did you pray about it well you need to go to God about that I'm not gonna lie sometimes I'm like oh I didn't pray or oh, you're right you're right you know because sometimes it's a lot easier to go to a physical person than an, an invisible God but you know what like God is the one who he knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what's on the other side of the struggle for you. Like, he cares about you. Um, When you're crying, like, that matters to him. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's really the one with the power to make stuff happen in your life, make shifts happen in your life. Like, your friends are great, but they, (laughs) they definitely don't have all that power, you know, but he does. And... So I was like, I think that's why it's important to have people that remind you, like, um, take this to God, you know? So I'm definitely thankful for my circle, thankful for the text messages and the phone calls when I needed it to remind me that I'm going places and this is just part of my journey and this is, this is all for my good, for my growth and making me into a better person. But let's be real, sometimes... I don't feel like looking at my vision board. I don't feel like reading through my vision. I don't feel like talking to nobody. My circle, they're not always, they're not 24 7. Actually, I'm not, that's not sure. They probably, they kind of are 24 7 because I could pretty much talk to anybody at any time of the day. But, you know, like people need to sleep. So <laughs> they're not always, and they have lives. They're not always there for me. That's just the reality of what it is. I don't hold on that against them. So that brings me to my third thing. Like, what do you do when you're having trouble seeing the vision for yourself and you don't have that support system? And I think that's where faith comes in, for real, for real. Guys, like, I don't want to be all preachy or anything, but I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I'm just telling you what works. And that is faith because, Let me tell you, the way I've been feeling lately, guys, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm perfect and I got it all together. Like, lately, I've really been thinking, like, the way I'm feeling and the way things are lining up right now, like, it would be easier to be dead. Not that I'm, I would never take my own life, but I literally thought that, like, I would rather be dead right now or, like, I would just... (sighs) Yo, it would easy. It would be easier to just not be alive right now. <laughs> I've literally thought that, and I'm not gonna sit here and, and and tell you some fake like stuff. That's not who I am. I'm gonna keep it real with you. There's been times where I didn't see the value in life at in this moment, and 
I think part of that for me has been because right now it's a new season of life for me. Like growing up since I'm fresh out of college, like being in school, being in college, your life has some type of structure to it, you know, like, you know, Monday to Friday, you're going to school. Then it's the weekend. Monday to Friday, this is how your day is looking. This is the end of the marking period. This is when you got the days off. Then you got school time. Then you got summertime. And then by this date, it's okay. You're going to be moving on to the next grade. Like, there's some structures to your lives and there's some guaranteed transitions, you know. But now that I'm done with school, like, I don't have the same structure in my life. Like, it's really up to me to create the structure for my life to a degree. And I... I haven't been able to implement the thing. I haven't been able to implement things in my life the way I want to. And so I've been struggling with that a little. But I realized it's best to let go and work with what you've got in this moment instead of being so caught up and bent on having things your way. And guys, trust me when I say this because this is coming from a hard headed person. Like sometimes you have to use what you got and you have to accept things for what they are in that moment. Because things will change, but for right now, this is what it is, and you have to make the best of that. But anyways, um, it's just been a little bit of a struggle for me to recreate this new structure, recreate this new ginger for that's required for this new season. Um, and I think part of me, it's like on top of the struggle and the, and the thoughts that I shared that I was having with you guys earlier, I think part of that is happening because... Um, I think I said this on episode one, but like I've just been being surrounded by a lot of death. Thank God not like super close to me, but you know, people that I knew or that I'm, I have mutual friends with, there's just been so much death going on in my life and you know, people die every day. Yes. But when it's a little bit closer to home, it's different. I don't know. Like it's just, it's sobering. And I chose to see those deaths out of a wake up call. Like, yo, life is not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Like, what am I leaving behind? What is my legacy? I'll be honest with you. I definitely looked at it like that. But I don't know. In all these deaths, it was interesting because some of these people, it was so unexpected. But a lot of these other people, like, they were doing things with their lives. They were leaving a legacy. And um, I just want to give my condolences to the then Bachoven family for their son, Ethan, that just passed away not too long ago. Um, I actually went to middle school with this boy and he was in a accident caused by like a drunk truck driver and it was like 11 cars or something or I don't know if it was 11 cars or 11 people. I know there's three casualties, he being one of them, but what I had learned after the fact was that um, his girlfriend was in the car with him and she survived and you know, it's so easy when you're going through crap to just be like, yo, I don't want to be here no more. I don't want to live no more. Like, I can't see what is next for me. But I really, truly believe that it's not up to you to say when your life is over or not. Um, because our vision is so limited. And so I remember seeing Ethan's father's um, post about the what had happened in some words that he shared at a funeral I guess or something and he was talking about how his son passed away but his girlfriend didn't and that just hit me because it's like when it's your time it's your time and it was Ethan's time you know but for his girlfriend it wasn't her time yet God is not done with her yet and that just made me realize like if I have breath in my lungs still if I'm still getting up in the morning well then God is not done with my life like 
there's we still got things to do and it's still the best is yet to come there's still promises that have to be delivered on and so I don't know that just that really helped me you know if you're breathing you're winning if you're breathing then have some hope because you're not finished yet and the best is yet to come I truly believe that I don't care how I'm gonna be 99 years old like the best is yet to come like y'all watch just watch I'm telling you I really wholeheartedly believe that um so going back to faith like I think one of the things that really helps me is knowing that like God is God a purpose he does not waste anything there's reasons for all that he does and everything works together for my good you know um so God is a God of purpose and God is not a man because I know I think that is one barrier that I've had to overcome and many other people have to overcome is we want to um, act like God is one of us you know like God is gonna break my heart God is gonna let me down God is gonna I don't know God is gonna hurt me but it's not like that and like I think I, I've personally love the fact that like God doesn't change and God is faithful so you know what that means guys if he did it for someone else he could do it for me and if he said it's gonna happen then it's gonna happen because the same God that did that years hundreds of years ago is still able to do it again today and not only is if he did it once he could do it twice but he's able to do a new thing like just because he did something one way once doesn't mean he's obligated to do it again but I wholeheartedly believe that you know God is a way maker so Knowing that, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what's wrong. Promise keeper, light in the darkness. That's kind of been like my anthem for this year, really carrying me. I heard that song on December 31st, 2017, and it has really carried me through this year. And it's just, if I know who God is, then I can sit tight through the storms, you know, because he's the God that he commands the storms. He tells the clouds what to do, you know. So if I know that he's in control, then I could I'll sit through the storm. It'll pass. Um Yeah, so I saw this post on Instagram today and it said until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. I'm gonna say that one more time because I want you guys to really get this. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. And I don't know, I just thought that was so spot on because we all have dreams. We all have vision, you know, like, but real dreams, whew, okay, ignite the dream, Eric Thomas, real dreams change other people's lives, you know, real dreams, it's, real dreams are bigger than you, real dreams is not even your dreams, they're God-given and God ordained and all that so you like yeah you might want millions of dollars and an amazing spouse and just all these good things for your life an amazing job you might want to run your own company but there's a certain per type of person that you have to become to thrive in those positions you know and character is everything like, God knew from the jump that Joseph was going to be 
the powerful man that he was in the end, but not without building character through all that he went through. And I'm not about to sit here and tell you Bible stories like go look that up on your own. <laughs> but if you know the story of Joseph, you know that his life wasn't easy. But the ending, we all want that ending, you know, but are you willing to go through what he went through to get there? And I really feel like that's how the best endings, the best, not even endings, but the people that are on top but went through some stuff to get there, that's the best. That's what I got respect for. That's how I want to be. When you guys see me winning, know that I earned it. It wasn't given to me. Um, so, yeah, like, but character development does not come through sitting down and reading books and downloading ideas into your brain and laughter character development comes through some hard stuff guys like (laughs) character development comes through those trials comes through those people that walked away from you comes through those times that you got rejected because you know that's when you know you know what I'm resilient you know what I'm a winner you know what I could do this without you like that's when you find out who you really are through the hard times and so appreciate them you know because pain is temporary but the lessons that you learn those stick with you and at the end of the day like if your character is not in the right where it needs to be like when you get certain types of power you're not going to be able to be effective with them you're not going to be able to flourish with power because it's like the saying like with great power comes great responsibility and If your heart's not in the right place, but you're getting all these quote-unquote blessings, you're honestly just going to squander them. You're going to waste them. You're not going to appreciate them. Like, power could be dangerous, y'all, if your heart's not in the right place. So go through the process. Get right before you try to take over the world, (laughs) you know, for real. Like, I'd rather be the right person than have all the right things because at the end of the day, like, all this material stuff, it's staying here but who I am as a person that's continuing on. So I'd rather focus on who I am than what I have. Anyways, so all that being said, guys, when you're going through a hard time, have a vision. What do you see when your eyes are closed? What do you really want for your life? Like what makes, what keeps you up at night? What makes you just, like, like, excited? Like, do not ignore that and write that down. And also, find you some dope people that's going to call you when you're going through it, that's going to listen to you, that's going to remind you of the great things that are still to come, that's going to get you out the house when you're going crazy, that's going to tell you, yeah, you're emotional, but I love it. (laughs) Get you some people like that. And lastly... If all else fails, and this is probably the most important thing, but do not lose your faith, guys. It doesn't even take a lot of faith to see miracles happen. The size of a mustard seed is all you need, but the more, the better, you know. So keep that faith and know that if you're breathing, it's not over. If you're breathing, what you're going through is temporary. If you're breathing, you have the power to make your life better. If you're breathing, it's not over, guys. If you're breathing, you're winning. If you're breathing, you're blessed. If you're breathing, be happy. (laughs) Real talk, guys. I could go on. But, yeah. So, thanks for listening to me if you made it to the end.
<laughs> I hope you guys got some nuggets and hopefully whew, life won't be too crazy and I will be back on time. You know, even if I'm not doing this every Monday, I'm still doing it um, at least once a week for you guys. And I'm super excited because I still have so much. The best is yet to come, y'all. I know I kept saying that on the podcast about my um, life, but I'm also saying that as pertains to this podcast. Like, I'm so excited for the things that are to come. Um, I have some dope music I want to share with you guys. I still have logos to be made. But what I'm most excited about is some dope guests that I have coming on the podcast. So stay tuned for all that, y'all. Like, we just getting started. And I want y'all to see the progression and, and the the come up of Get Up 10 and know that there is beauty in the process, you know, and you can start with nothing. And, and if I could do it, you could do it too. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later.